This is a Soulfire production. Welcome to my channel. I'm your host, Christina. I'm an intuitive channel, 7D healer, business mentor, and manifestation expert. On this podcast, we discuss how to tap into your intuitive gifts, manifest the life you want, create a kick-ass business in flow, and take a holistic approach to health and wellness. Don't forget to connect with me on Instagram at ChristinaTheChannel and on my website, ChristinaTheChannel.com. Today's topic has been highly, highly requested, and I'm finally doing it. Today, I'm going to be talking about how I manifested my boyfriend. He has been very elusive for a while, and he's finally coming around. And if you follow me on Instagram, you've probably (laughs) seen him a bit more, which is exciting. He's He's a lot of fun. And I a million percent manifested him. I literally wrote him down on a piece of paper and then he came into my reality. And I get asked so much about this. I actually talk about this a lot with clients and more in my private containers than on the podcast or Instagram or anywhere or public. I wanted his permission before I talked about this and really anything related to him. I wanted to make sure he was all good with because, you know, I've talked about this in different episodes, but people in my life who are very close to me, I always want to make sure they're fine with me talking about our relationship or showing them on social media because I signed up for people seeing my life, so to speak. But not everybody did. So there are certain people in my life who very much don't want to be on social media. I totally respect that. So I always just will make sure, check in with people if I am going to show them or do a podcast. And he is totally down with me talking about this. So here we go. And I want to share this because I think it'll help a lot of people when. I talk about manifesting. There are a few key categories that most people are looking to improve in terms of their life. And one is relationships, and that could be a romantic partnership or friendships. But romantic relationships usually come up the most in sessions with clients. And the other piece is with money, abundance, career. And the other main area is health. So when it comes to relationships, I thought me sharing exactly what I did to manifest him would perhaps give you some inspiration because, I mean, I still I still can't believe how exact he came in. And I'm not a specific manifester in human design. I'm not. I'm a nonspecific, but this felt pretty specific. And I'm going to cover some of the tangible things I did, but a lot of the energetic shifts and It might not be exactly what you expect. So I'm excited to hear what you think. And if you are looking to grow your manifestation abilities, open up your intuition, you're curious about brain rewiring, spiritual awakening, make sure you check out the Channel Collective. It is a monthly membership. We have such an incredible community. The membership pays for itself like 10 times over. You get access to monthly a high 70 energy healing sessions. 
monthly Q&A coaching calls with me, monthly manifestation calls, the private community, pre-release podcast episodes without any advertisements, as well as the library of hundreds of exclusive video trainings and content, including Ascension School, which is a library of trans-channeled messages from different Ascended Masters, so you can learn from them. That container is designed to be super activating, super expansive, and a fun and engaging way for you to continuously be doing that energetic work that really shifts you to raise your vibration while also being surrounded by a really incredible supportive community. We're like a huge family. So check that out at christinathechannel.com slash membership. See if it calls to you. At least get started with the free private forum. It's a place where you can post any questions, wins, get to know the community. That's also at the same page, christinathechannel.com slash membership. Quick question. Did you know that you can get text messages from me? I am about to give you my number and all you have to do is send a text so that I have your number and then you will receive regular quick text messages from me with daily downloads from my guides, manifestation tips, and other little messages that will brighten your day. So if you want to text me, here is my number, 205-883-8280. You can opt out anytime, but I don't think you will want to. So again, that number is 205-883-8280. I am so excited to get your text. So let's dive into how I manifested my boyfriend. Okay, first a little bit of background. So when I was in college, I went through my like super severe health crisis. And then I had started my business toward the second half of college. And with all of that going on from then for the next couple of years, I was just really focused on healing from chronic illness and building my business. It pretty much consumed all of my thoughts my life. I was having so much fun just with friends, uh, going to events, building my business. But then also that was balanced out with some very low points in my health where I really couldn't focus on anyone but myself. So for those couple of years, I was not really thinking about dating at all. And any dating I did do wasn't like super serious. I just really didn't care. I was like, I have plenty of time. I'm not thinking about it. I had too much else on my mind. And if you have gone through any type of health crisis, I'm sure you can relate to that. It's just like, I can't even think about that. Uh, it's It wasn't even on my mind. And when I first started building my business, I was so busy all the time. I had no sense of boundaries. I didn't know how to balance things. I didn't know how to manage my time. And I barely had enough time to wash my hair, let alone date. It just wasn't on my mind. So after a couple years of that, I felt like I was finally in a place where I wanted to be in a relationship. I wanted to date. And I'll just say, I'm not the kind of person that likes to just date for fun. I know some people like to do that. I just feel like it's not worth my time. Like (laughs) maybe that's a bad perspective. And there are definitely some people I have dated for a little bit, like more for fun, but I just value my time a lot. (laughs) So (laughs) that was kind of my perspective. Anyway, I felt like, okay, I actually do want to be in a relationship. And I had just moved to San Diego. It was about that time when I moved to San Diego, I left LA. And when I was in LA, I also was just like, honestly, 
guys in LA just not not my vibe, which is such a stereotype and I know a total overgeneralization, but anyone who lives in LA, I'm sure you can agree with me, the dating scene is 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 rough and yeah, I was just ready to date in San Diego and I wanted to meet people when I moved here. I I knew I knew quite a few people, but I didn't really know that many men. So I thought it'll be a good way to to get to know people. And my friend Kelly Scott, who I'm sure you all know, made me get on Hinge. And I was so against dating apps at the time. I was so against them, but then I got on one and yeah, dated a lot on Hinge. So I had my Hinge profile and then I started going on dates. And I've talked about this a little bit before on the podcast, just all of the craziness of my dating life uh, for a period of time. I was meeting a lot of people and learning a lot about what I wanted, what I didn't want. So I was learning a lot, but it was during that year, I'll say, ish, that I was doing a lot of energetic work to manifest the person I wanted in. And it felt like I don't even know. It felt like a movie kind of where before I went on this dating extravaganza, I got super clear on what I wanted and I did a lot of the like classic manifestation strategies. And then every time I'm like, is it him? And I was getting so many messages from my guides, which was making me very impatient because I'm like, okay, is it this? Is it this guy? Is it this guy? You know how you can get in your head when you when you get information like that. But no, it was so much fun. But really, I felt like every relationship got me closer and closer to exactly what I wanted. So what did I do to manifest him in? So first of all, dating was part of it. And this might seem super obvious, but I can't tell you how many people come to me, how many clients come to me and they want to manifest a partner and they are not taking any aligned action to make that happen. They spend all their time at home by themselves, watching movies, pulling tarot cards, whatever it is. <laughs> and they're like, why don't I have a boyfriend? Or why can't I find a girlfriend? And I'm like, can you go outside? Like, can you go outside? Go to the grocery store. And here's the thing. The universe can bring us partners in the most random ways. Could be the person you run into it at the coffee shop or at the grocery store or who you bump into while you're on a hike. But remember that we are co-creating and taking aligned action is a really important part of manifestation. And it doesn't even matter if the action you take is exactly how it's going to come through. You don't need to worry about the how. It's just telling the universe, hey, I'm taking action. I'm ready for this to come in. For me, for example, I started going on Hinge and going on dates. I also started being more social and going to different events. I was just putting myself in situations where I could meet people, but that didn't necessarily mean I was going to meet someone that way. It was just energetically opening me up to meeting the right person. So I started dating. I started taking aligned action. I'm like, yeah, universe. All right, let's, let's do this. I'm serious. I'm not just wanting you to do all the work for me. But the other part of dating that was important for me was it forced me to shift my lifestyle. So another really important piece of manifestation is making space for what you want to come in. And I realized I was saying I wanted a relationship, 
but I had no space for a relationship. I looked at my life and I was working every day, super late. I barely slept. I worked on the weekends. I was not social at all. I didn't have space in my life for a partner. So I thought, okay, I need to make some space. I need to start living as if I have what I want. So I made the lifestyle adjustments before he even came in. And this is the process of removing as many blocks as we can that might be blocking us from receiving what we want, right? The universe is not going to plop something in your lap if you can't handle it. So what did I start doing? I shifted my work schedule. So I no longer worked on weekends and I had a very clear cutoff time. I was like, okay, let's let's say I was going on a date every single night. Like if that were to happen, I would need my evenings free. So I stopped working at 5 p.m. I also started like cleaning up a lot more, cleaning up my apartment because it was a mess. I also cleared out two drawers. I'm like, okay, if I had a long-term partner, he'd probably need some space for some things. I bought an extra toothbrush. Aw, cute. I was just making as much space as I could in my life, in my physical space getting whatever I might need if I had a long-term boyfriend ahead of time because I'm telling the universe like, yeah, I know it's going to happen. It's going to happen. So I'm prepared. Don't worry. Additionally, I did do some very like basic bitch stuff that totally works. So I'll share some of these because I feel like they're very simple and also totally powerful. I, I personally believe. And the order in which I did this was I first started making space making space in my life, I started dating a bit. And after a couple months, I realized more of what I wanted. So then I sat and I got really clear on what I wanted. I'm like, okay, this is serious. So what I did, and I know my boyfriend is going to listen to this and he's going to make fun of me, but this is what happened. I, (laughs) so, okay. So I'm sure a lot of, you know, if, if you've been a client of mine, you know, I love the Bagua map. The Bagua map is like a beginner's version of feng shui. I feel like, you know, if you're curious about feng shui and you want something really simple, I'm certainly not a feng shui expert. I know there's a lot to it, but the Bagua map is really easy because, and you can just Google this. You can just Google Bagua map. It's B-A-G-U-A. It it will take any room. You can use it for a room or your whole house, like a whole floor. And it separates that room, let's say, into nine different squares. And each square represents a different area of your life and is also connected to a color. So something that you can do that's super simple is look at the Bagua map and whatever area of your life you're looking to enhance, put something of that color in that area of your house. And you also want to make sure that everything in that area is, is functioning well. And ideally, I mean, you would want to put something of the corresponding color in every section so that all areas of your life flourish. But I did this specifically for calling in my partner. And your love corner is, okay, if you orient yourself from your door, the back right corner is your love corner. So the color is pink. In my old apartment, my toilet was there and my shower was there. So I always made sure that my toilet seat was shut when I wasn't using the toilet so that love wasn't getting flushed away, shower off, 
window closed when I wasn't using the shower. Very important. Then in the apartment I moved into, the only thing I needed to worry about in that corner was a window. So I just kept it shut. So love didn't fly out my window. But what I did was I put something pink in that corner. I put rose quartz crystal in that corner. And then I also just had a bunch of tissue paper that I had gotten from other gifts. Somehow I like collect tissue paper. My only person that does this, whenever I get a present, I always save tissue paper to reuse it. And so I've just collected a lot of tissue paper. I had a lot of pink tissue paper. And so I literally just piled up tissue paper (laughs) in that corner that was pink so that I had something that was pink. And then I had my rose quartz crystals over in that back right corner. And then what I did was I sat down, made a little ceremony out of it, and I made a list of what I really wanted, what I really wanted in a partner. And I got pretty specific. I got pretty specific and I kept it there. What I did was I I wrote, I wrote it out and then I folded it up and I put it underneath the rose quartz crystal. So it was all there. And then what I did was every single day I would send energy, I would send energy to that corner and just you know, amplify it, magnetize. It was great. And I have kept this piece of paper. I've kept this piece of paper. I would always, well, I would leave it there. And then when I would start to date someone and I'd be like, wow, I really, really like this person, you know, past initial dates and things. After some time, I would go and I would look at this list and I'd be like, does he match? Just curious. And through that whole dating process, what kept happening was he would have a lot of the traits, but not all of them. And what would happen is every single time he would have more and more of the traits. Now, I will say, I don't believe in like locking yourself into a list because your desires can change, obviously, but I would always reevaluate it and be like, do I still really care about these things? And I kept saying, yeah, I actually do. But what happened was I kept getting closer and closer to every single thing here being checked off. And it wasn't until I met my current boyfriend that I was like, holy shit, (laughs) he has all of them. And I was aware of that after like our first date. And then it just became more and more apparent as we kept dating. If there is one accessory everyone needs, it is at least one if not two or more pairs of blue blocks. Not only are they an accessory, but they are one of the most important health tools in my toolkit and one of the most important things for me to be able to be as productive as I am, keep my brain working as well as possible and keep my energy levels high. I would be lying if I said we are not sleep divas in this house. We take our sleep very seriously. And if you do too, then you need a pair of blue blocks in your life. I had tried so many different blue blockers over the years and they were all those orange lenses and I wasn't getting the full benefit. The Sleep Plus red lens from Blue Blocks is the only true 100% blue and green light blocking lens for after sunset use. With those orange glasses, you're not blocking the full range of blue and green light that you want to to optimize your circadian rhythm and fully support your sleep. I have noticed a huge difference since 
switching to the Sleep Plus Red Lens. It helps to improve your sleep, reduce anxiety, relax you overall, and you'll notice a huge difference the next day with your energy levels, your productivity, and over time, your hormonal balance. And then during the day, I use the Blue Light Clear Lens. I work in natural lighting, so that's a great fit for me, but they also have their Summer Glow Yellow Lens for daytime use, which is a mixture of blue light blocking and color therapy, which is great for people who work under more artificial lighting and or if you struggle with seasonal depression or anxiety. But as somebody who works on screens all day, if I'm not wearing these, I get really bad digital eye strain and I'll get a really bad headache by the end of the day. So if you deal with digital eye strain, migraines, headaches, these will be a game changer for you. And if you sleep in a light room or have a partner who wakes up early, turns on the lights, the Remedy sleep mask will change your life. I've tried so many different sleep masks and never really liked any of them. The Remedy sleep mask is amazing. It cups your eyes so no light gets through and it's way more comfortable. And I see a huge difference in my REM and deep sleep cycles. I get so many compliments on my blue blocks. I have the crystal frames, the Parker frames, and the Hudson frames. They have about 20 different frames to pick from, so there's definitely an option for you. You can also send in your own frames, and they have a custom-made prescription service available as well. And for every pair of blue blocks they sell, they donate a pair of reading glasses to Restoring Vision, who gifts some reading glasses to someone in need. If you're ready to get your hands on a pair of blue blocks or gift them to someone who needs them, they will change your life. Just head to blueblocks.com. That's B-L-U-B-L-O-X.com and use my code Christina, C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N-A for 15% off. Again, that's blueblocks.com, B-L-U-B-L-O-X.com and my code Christina will get you 15% off. I think I'm going to share some of the things on this piece of paper. I still have it. I, I, <laughs> I keep it. I showed it to him once and I don't think he really cared. <laughs> but I'm going to read some of these things. And you may or may not think these are specific. I'm not sure. But remember, I'm a non-specific manifester. And I'm sharing this with the intention you won't judge me for what I was looking for. Okay, here are some of the things I wrote down. It's a pretty long list. One, entrepreneur. Two, travels a lot. Definitely travels a lot. Three, spiritual or open to it. Next, more of a lone wolf is by himself a good amount. And my boyfriend now, like he he travels a ton for work and he spends a lot of time by himself. He's very, very self-sufficient. Next, starred excellent communicator. And this is something that we definitely had to work on. But when we first met, I mean, he was the best communicator I had met in a dating situation. And like the first month we talked every day and I could just tell like, wow, he really, he is really good at communicating, which I love likes biohacks, likes healthy food, not a big drinker. So he's definitely not a big drinker. And he remember like, (laughs) I asked him, it was the day after our first date. And I asked him, we were on the phone. I said, what would be your last meal? And he said, asparagus, grilled salmon, ribs, I think. And 
a sweet potato with cinnamon. And I was like, oh my God, bless up. And when it comes to uh, health stuff, he, in biohacks, he had gotten into a lot of this stuff because he has had some issues with his health, more physical injuries that made it so he really pays attention to a lot of these biohacky things because he needs to to uh, take care of his body after all of that. He like invented his own pair of blue blockers like 10 years ago. <laughs> He's that kind of person. Okay, next, emotional awareness and intelligence. And I will say, again, this is something that he literally said on like one of the first times we talked. He very much prides himself on his emotional intelligence. And when we first started dating, I remember asking him what book he was reading. And he said, emotional intelligence 2.0. He was like, I love emotional intelligence. I have very high emotional intelligence. (laughs) I was like, okay, universe. Okay, next, moving faster. Mature, but kid at heart. Likes movies, uses essential oils, which he told me he used essential oils for part of his healing process love it has the same humor as me which he probably if anyone i've ever met has the same exact humor as me which is i think hard to match i feel like for a lot of people there's a disconnect for them with my sense of humor (laughs) so yeah growth mindset manifestation curious he certainly is likes disney and harry potter initiates and here's the thing he's he very much initiates like I want to I mean I would like to talk about what it was like when we first started dating but we'll see if if he agrees to that all I can say I'm I know that some people listening know the story but he very much initiates likes to learn not too attached to his family which might seem like a weird thing but you know, he, he talks to his family most, I think every day, you know, I'll hear him talking to his family, but he is not attached in the sense of like lives his life kind of around them, which has been something in previous relationships that I just didn't really want in a partner. I want us to be able to go and kind of do our own thing. Asks a lot of questions. He's very inquisitive. Likes to learn. Definitely likes to learn. He's like, I mean, he's he's a genius. He's a genius. And I think the last one I'll say is gives me space, which he definitely does because he's super busy and he's traveling a lot for work. So those are some of the things on the list, which I remember when I wrote this, I'm like, I remember when I wrote this thinking that they aren't that specific. Like, I'm sure I can find a lot of people that are like this. And then you start dating people and you're like, wow, a lot of people like don't have all those traits. So I got really clear on what I wanted. And what I want to say is that there were people before him that came really, really close. And part of me manifesting him was when I felt like somebody was so close to what I wanted, but there was like one thing that felt off where I was like, oh, I wish this was different. I let it go. I let it go because I was like, I can get exactly what I want. And that's not to say that there are never, that, that there's not compromise in relationships, right? Nobody's perfect. 
everybody's going to have things that, uh, you know, might annoy you sometimes or you have to work through. And we've definitely had a lot of that, but I knew what I wanted. And if I felt like I was settling in any way, even 1%, it was a no and I let go of it. And that's where a lot of people go wrong is they end up settling. But I wasn't going to settle for 95%. I wanted exactly what I was calling in. The next thing I did was I was deep in my brain rewiring process at the time. So I, I, in my, in my step process, if, if you're a client, you know what I'm talking about. Um, in the visualizations part, I would visualize myself with him. And it wasn't like I saw what he looked like, but I would visualize what my day would be like if I was spending a whole day with my partner. And it was like, I knew he was there, but I didn't know, you know, really what he looked like. So I put that in my visualizations every single day, just like feeling that love, feeling that happiness, feeling that excitement and training my, my body to, to feel that. So I was very much focused on brain rewiring to call in a partner. (laughs) And if you want to learn more about brain rewiring, check out the channel collective uh, to learn more there. I'm actually going to be doing more to teach you the exact process that that I use. The next thing that I did that was really the most time consuming was, well, energy consuming. I don't know how to describe it. Was getting into my feminine energy. Like (laughs) this was the biggest thing. I wanted a relationship where I was the feminine energy in the relationship and he was the masculine energy. And I was so in my masculine, I had to work really, really hard on getting into my feminine energy. And the details of that kind of are just like too much to even describe. But overall, I mean, that took me most of like, I would say like eight to nine months of really, really focusing on that because I knew I just needed to be the energy in the energy that I wanted to feel to attract him in. And so feeling all of that love and happiness and adjusting my lifestyle, but also I needed to get my feminine. And it took me a long time to learn to rest, to learn to receive, to not be in control, to not try and plan everything, to be more flowy and intuitive and to share my emotions. I had so many walls up. I wanted to control everything. I would often do this thing when I was dating where I would, well, I would approach it with a masculine energy. I would kind of play hard to get. I would never really share how I was feeling. Like I wouldn't express my emotions. I wouldn't really put my heart out there. I was in a very like hard, intense energy really to try and protect myself, which actually ends up doing the opposite when you do that anyway. So I had to learn to really express myself and open up and be in a softer energy and allow myself to receive and let him plan things and not be in control and not try and micromanage everything and not overthink it or hold back. And I was so on my masculine, I had to swing to the totally other side of the pendulum to get into my feminine and really spend some time there. I was resting a lot. I was sleeping a lot. I was working way less. I changed a lot. I changed a lot. And I noticed a huge difference in myself, but also in the type of people I was attracting in. I noticed that the men I was attracting in were much more in their masculine energy, which was something that I had struggled with before. Of I would get frustrated because I felt like they were all in in their feminine energy and I was the one in control and I didn't really want that in my relationship. But that was just because I was so much of my masculine 
So I'm going to attract the opposite. So I noticed a huge difference. And even in how people treated me, so many people made comments that year. They're like, you're just so different. Like you're glowing or softer. It, it was a huge difference. So I did a lot of work, a lot of brain rewiring, a lot of releasing, a lot of surrendering to, to shift into my feminine energy to attract him in. Which leads me to the last thing that I did, which was surrender. So what happened was I was doing all the stuff. I was dating a lot. I was on an emotional roller coaster and I had been dating this guy for about five or six months and then it ended. And after that, somebody from my past came up and I got like wild signs. Like (laughs) I hadn't heard from this person in a very long time. I hadn't even thought about this person in a very long time. And this thought popped up in my head. It was, it was maybe a month or so after I had, after things had ended with this other person. And I was like, maybe I should reach out to him. And then I was like, no. And I said very clearly, I said this out loud. I said, all right, if I'm supposed to reconnect with him, have him contact me within the next three days. And this is somebody I haven't talked to in a long time. And then that night he texts me and asks me and basically asks if, if we can get together soon. And I was like, holy shit. Like it was just so interesting how that happened. I spoke that out. So long story short, I met up with this person and had very high hopes, but then it kind of like things just crumbled, didn't work. And after that, I felt like I was just pushed into this total surrender. After that, I was just so tired. I was like, I'm exhausted. And I was staying with one of my best friends at the time. I was like traveling and I was like, I'm so done with dating. Like this has been so exhausting. I'm so sick of putting my heart out there. I'm so sick of all this back and forth stuff. I'm tired. I'm done. And I feel like in this whole process, I put so much of what I want on the back burner. And I really just want some more time for me. Like, I just want to focus on me. I don't want to worry about all this other stuff. And I didn't even really know what I was crying about, but I just cried for like a week. I just like cried for a week. (laughs) And I was like, I'm so done. Like, I don't want to go on hinge. I'm I'm over it. And I actually really meant it. And there have been times in, in the past where I would say that I feel like people say that all the time, like I'm done. I'm done with guys. And I definitely said that in the past, but like, didn't really mean it. Like deep down, I was like, oh, I still hope someone comes in. But this time I really meant it. I was like, I want some time just for me. I had a bunch of health stuff popping up again. And I was like, I just don't want to worry about anyone else. I just want to focus on me and getting better and focus more on my business. Like all of the things that I felt like I hadn't had enough time for because of all this other stuff, I just really wanted to focus on it. And I was tired. I was exhausted. I was emotional. And I really fully surrendered. Like I felt it in my body and I just released, I just released it. I'm like, I have so much time. I don't, I don't need it. I don't need to find a partner right now. Like this is exhausting. So I fully, fully gave up. I fully surrendered. And that was really the thing that shifted things. A couple of weeks later, I got a notification on my phone from Hinge and I was like, I'm just going to go on and like talk to people for fun, but I'm not going on any dates because at this point I had a couple of weekends where they were all to me. And I was like, honestly, I'm all about this because I realized how much dating had like taken over my weekends and I love having time to myself. 
<laughs> so I was like, I'm not going on any dates because I like my me time. So I was just kind of like messaging people back and forth, not really caring that much. And then current boyfriend messaged me and he like actually responded to something I had put on my profile. And within a couple of messages, like pretty quickly, and usually anytime I would ever go on a date with someone, I talk with them a good amount before I go on a date with them because I don't want to waste my time. But within a couple of messages, he was like, do you want to go to the farmer's market this weekend? And I'm like, well, I'm already going to go anyway. And it felt so low pressure because I don't know. I mean, he had a very basic profile. <laughs> I, I told him, I'm like, you could have done your profile so much better. And I was just so unattached. I was just so unattached. I didn't think much of it. I was like, well, I'm going to go anyway. So maybe, maybe we'll, I'll make a friend or whatever. It's the farmer's market. I can leave early if I'm bored. But I was just in a mental space where I wasn't even thinking anything would actually happen. I was so in surrender. So I say, okay, okay. And then Sunday comes, he picks me up at like 10, 10 a.m. And you know, we're driving first to get coffee and then we're going to go to the farmer's market. And I'm like, I mean, I was being kind of rude, to be honest. <laughs> and then he said something. Basically, he, he, he said he was an entrepreneur and he also said he liked Harry Potter. And like when he said those things, my my head turned and I was like, wait, I didn't know that. I didn't know you're an entrepreneur. And I was asking him about his business and he was super interesting. And we just hit it off. And our conversation was so good straight off the bat. We went really deep. Like we missed the farmer's market. By the time we looked at our phones, we had gotten coffee. It was already 2.45. So we missed the farmer's market and then we went and got lunch. And basically we ended up spending the whole day together. And it was the best date I've ever been on. It was the best date. And long story short, I won't go into the details. Maybe we'll go into details in the future. I want to have him on the show and talk about it or maybe without him. We'll see. But at the end of that date, I remember just feeling like I had never felt in my whole life. And I was like, that was it. It's him. It's him. And then over the next few weeks, you know, I look at my list and I'm like, this is, it's him. And I just knew it was him. And we were very like all in early on. I'm really hoping he'll want to share more of the story because it's so cute. But I'm going to kind of wrap it up there. And yeah, I totally 100,000% manifested him. And that's what I did. What I will say is that does not mean that I didn't also accidentally manifest things that I wasn't expecting. Like he triggers the hell out of me. Like he triggers me so much. I've grown so much through this relationship. He triggered all of the things that I still needed to heal. And I know I do that for him too. So there's definitely a lot of intensity. And we've gone through some really difficult stuff. I mean, we've been dating for over a year now, I guess almost a year and a half coming up. All relationships are learning experiences and relationships highlight for you. Things that really still need to be looked at are healed that we wouldn't see without that mirror. So we're super strong mirrors for each other, which isn't always easy, but there's definitely a lot of growth. But it's just funny because I look back at <laughs> exactly what I wanted and that list and so many other things that I journaled about and talked to my friends about. And like he he came like and I had gotten so many messages 
I, I told him about this, like different things from my guides. And I had seen different healers and psychics. And like, there were all these things that they said, descriptions of him. And it's him to a T. It was like, I knew he was coming. I knew who was coming, but it was the surrender that I feel like really was the energy shift where it was like, okay, now, now he comes in. And I think that's a really important piece of manifestation that people don't talk about enough or they, they don't want, they don't want to detach. They don't want to fully surrender or they don't feel like they know what that means. I was at a point where I'm like, I do not give a fuck. Like I'm out, I'm done. I was so surrendered, so detached. And that's when he finally came in. So that is the story of how I manifested my boyfriend. I hope you enjoyed it. Let me know if you have any questions, if you have any follow-up questions, want a part two, and I'm hoping to get him on the show soon. He said he'll come on, so we'll see. Don't forget to leave an iTunes rating and review. If you enjoy the show, it means the world to me and really helps me spread the word about the podcast. It's the best way to support me. I appreciate it so much. And if you enjoyed this, make sure you take a screenshot and share it on Instagram and tag me so I can say thank you. I so appreciate that. I hope you have an amazing rest of your day and I will chat with you again next time.